My name is Jeffrey Sidoris, and this is Iteration 52. As many of you know, three weeks ago, today actually, I had surgery on my eyes to correct a muscle imbalance. And while the physical recovery has been fairly uneventful, the emotional and existential healing has been incredibly profound. The condition is called strabismus. And basically what happens is that the eyes don't focus or track together. Let me explain. In the center of the retina, there's an area called the macula, which is sort of the functional center of the retina where images that enter straight ahead in the eye are processed. Now, within the macula is a smaller spot called the fovea, where the cones are at their highest concentration, and it's here where the image is meant to focus at its sharpest. Now, in most people, if the eyes are tracking together, these two sharp images are combined to create binocular vision. In my case, my right eye was off axis. It was turned in. So the images didn't line up. The image didn't focus on the fovea. And when my brain tried to combine the two images, since they didn't match up, I didn't have binocular vision. Think of it like this. If my left eye was looking straight ahead, my right eye would be looking about 20 to 30 degrees off axis to the left. My brain would then try to combine these images into one, but since they didn't match up, it would leave me with almost fragmented or double exposure type of a view. And eventually, my brain would just give up and basically disregard the image data from my right eye. Now, there are a number of different types of strabismus depending on what the eyes are doing. When one or both converge in, it's called esotropia. When they point out or diverge, it's called exotropia. And if they're misaligned vertically, it's called hypertropia. Bottom line, I was cross-eyed. And for most of my life, it was a constant gut punch to my self-esteem and self-image. Now, just as an aside, one of the things that has come up over the past few weeks as I've been healing and on some level sort of relearning to see is the question around to what degree my vision informed the type of art that I'm most drawn to. For example, as many of you know, I love the work of Robert Rauschenberg, and I've started to wonder if it's at least partially because much of his work echoed my sometimes fragmented view of the world. The same could be asked of Cy Twombly or even David Carson. I found and still find familiarity in the messiness or chaos of their work. And I can't imagine that it's the only reason, but it's something that I'm exploring and actively making notes on. Anyway, the morning after my surgery, and it must have been, I don't know, 4.30 or 5 or so, I lumbered, eyes closed into the bathroom and stood at the sink for what seemed like an hour really unsure of who I would see looking back at me. A few hours earlier, I was able to open my eyes just enough to see the moonlight hitting the far wall of our bedroom, so I at least knew that I wasn't somehow left blinded by the procedure. When I did finally manage to pry my eyes open enough to see my reflection in the mirror, it was an incredibly moving moment. For the first time in as long as I could remember, maybe ever, 
my eyes were facing the same direction looking back at me. Honestly, it was like seeing myself for the first time. I just stood there, staring at my reflection until my eyes welled up with tears and I began to sob. Are you okay? Adrian called out. Yeah, I'm great, I replied, tears streaming down my face. She got up and came into the bathroom. Their straight was all I could manage. She just smiled and kissed me, and in that moment I could feel the weight of a lifetime of seeing myself as broken begin to lift. Now, the past few weeks since my surgery have been a whirlwind of emotions. For much of my life, I saw myself as broken and let that imagined brokenness dictate how I valued myself and to what degree I would allow others to value me. Seeing myself through new eyes has allowed me to realize how, how much time and energy I lost to self-loathing, born from the fear that if I couldn't love myself, who could? It's time for the blinders to come off and see myself, my life, and the world around me for what it is. An incredible fucking gift that deserves more than to be squandered behind the blindfold of a fragile ego. Rather than include links in the show notes that I think you might like, I think I'd like to hear from you this time. What's inspiring you at the moment? What should I be seeing through these new eyes of mine? Let me know on Twitter or Instagram at Jeffrey Sadoris. That's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y-S-A-D-D-O-R-I-S. Or you can email me at talkback at jeffreysedoris.com. Subscribe to get everything I produce, all of the iterations, every in-between, and every process driven all in one feed. Just search for Jeffrey Sedoris Everything in your favorite podcast app. Support the shows by sharing them with a friend or by tapping the green donate button in the top right corner of the site at jeffreysedoris.com. I'll be back next week with another show, and I hope you'll join me. Until then, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here. And I'll talk to you on the next one.